Hey, you're listening to Fashionably Late, where coming out has no timeline. I'm Kirby. And I'm Ember. Join us as we share our experiences as late-blooming lesbians. So, Ember, okay. this is like the shit everybody has been wanting to know. We're doing the yeah. shit tonight. We are going huh? to... Don't fucking laugh at this. You know what I'm getting at. We're going to talk about Jeff. Yeah. We know that he was very supportive. Yeah. And he kind of pushed you into this lesbian exploration. Yeah. Yeah, he was very supportive. In fact, he was a huge part of why I decided to explore and dive into it and told me to do the thing. And I did the thing. And He called me your girlfriend before I was... Before I called you my girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of something Tommy, though. He didn't say it out loud, but Jeff said it out loud. Yeah, no, I there was like a whole conversation where we were talking about different people in my life, and he said, "And what is Kirby to you?" And I said, "Or and I said, what is Kirby to me?" He said, "Your girlfriend." Yeah, he knew it. He knew it, and I think that um, uh, say it. I think that he had a different mindset as to where it was going to end up. Do you think that he was feeling like it would benefit him in some way? I'm not sure that I would say benefit him. I think that he thought that he would have a rank in my life that was so strong that it would overcome any other feelings that I might have. Mm -hmm. And so he was very quick to say... Go do your thing. It's going to be temporary. It's going to be Ember doing her thing, whatever. He thought it was going to be a phase. He thought maybe it was she's going to circle back, and uh, yeah, everything's going to be fine. And um, then I came back and I I told him how I was feeling, and then everything kind of shifted. How, and how were you feeling? <sighs> feeling like I'm a full blown lesbian and um, no longer want to be with a man, and. Um, that was in February when I told him that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, since then, everything has been a little bit different. Um, I say a little bit, but like actually, it's been a lot different. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Our entire relationship, our communication, our. Um, I mean, co parenting, I think, is the only thing that has stayed steady. But other than that, everything else has changed. Um. Which is very contrary to, like, your situation, which I feel a lot of people hear a lot about. Mm -hmm. And, um, I don't know. It's not all rainbows and butterflies. It's it's not. It's it's hard, and it's messy, and it's um, emotional, and... But, like, also, I feel like you guys are young. Like, you have to remember, I'm, like, 12 years older than you, and Tommy's much older, and so I feel like from the perspective of, like, a 30-something-year-old, that I'm not surprised that it's um, being treated a little differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jeff's only four days older than me, so we're both very young, 31, and um, I think he has a whole future ahead of him, and that's great. I hope he embraces it. Um, but taking that information in at such a young age and you know we also 
one thing that I don't think a lot of people realize is that we were only married for like a year mm-hmm. when everything blew up. And I always told myself I would only marry one time. It's like, eh, I would only, I, I'll only get married one time and that's that one and done, whatever. Um, and I, I did marry Jeff and, um, I don't know. I think sometimes I blame myself that I took that leap when maybe I shouldn't have because I'm not sure that I should be married right now, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I feel bad. I feel a lot of guilt. I feel a lot of heavy shit on my shoulders all the time. What is your guilt? Um, just that, like, when him and I did decide to marry, I knew that I had these feelings in the back of my mind, and I still followed through with it, and, um, maybe I should have let those speak higher volumes. Um, and I mean, I think guilt with the kids, Mm -hmm. because now... You know, they're going to deal with a broken family, which I'm, that's so normal these days and everybody makes it work and, and it's fine. And, you know, this isn't my first broken family situation. It's it's something that I have um, dealt with before, but it's different. Mm-hmm. It's a different situation. Um, and he's a good dad. Jeff is such a good dad and he, he loves those kids and... Um, I would never want to take that away from him or, you know, put a wedge in that. But, yeah, I think that's, like, most of my guilt is the kids. And, yeah. And the fact that I think that if I would have just, like, spoken my own truth, we wouldn't even be here right now. Like, not us, but, yeah, you know, like, I, I wouldn't be back here right like now. That, though. I feel like, <clears throat> like, there's nothing you can change, so. Yeah. So let me ask you this. If you were to dream up of, like, what your relationship is going to be one year from now, what does that look like? Uh, uh, <laughs> um, one year from now, I would be probably living separately. Um, you know, because right now we do share a common living space. I want my own separate space. Um, I want us to have a healthy co-parenting relationship. I want to be able to call him my friend. Um, and that's the part that I struggle with because we are very different in certain ways. And, um, I don't know, looking into the future, we have very different ideas of where we're going to be at in a year. Um... I think that I would want him as involved as possible, but also just kind of have my own space Mm -hmm. and I guess just create some kind of like separation there. Yeah. Yeah. Emotionally, more than anything else, like I'm okay living in the same house and I've done the roommate thing. I've been there, done that. Um, For me, it's the heavy conversations and the things that make me feel bad for who I am that weigh on me. Because he expresses 
A lot. A lot of emotion. Yep. A lot. Often. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not always easy because I I try to again and again and again explain myself to him. And it's, I mean, I think that there's just, a, he, he's still in love with me. He is. And I can't be upset about that because he married me for a reason, you know. Mm-hmm. And shit, he didn't realize I was going to be like, meh, I'm a fucking lesbian, you know. Like, that's mm-hmm. not something that was in his future plans. Um so I think just, I guess maybe separating myself from those conversations and creating that distance is my biggest thing right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think just kind of what Tommy and I have been going through is like really understanding that you kind of have to just like control, alt, delete the whole entire relationship and start completely over and make a brand new friendship and a brand new relationship that doesn't revolve around being a couple. Well, see, and I will say, not that there's anything that you would do differently, but I oftentimes compare my relationship to your relationship, mm-hmm. you know, me and Jeff versus you and Tommy or whatever. Um, and I guess, like, in the beginning, I think a lot of what caused you and I to feel so close to each other was that we were in such a similar situation. Mm -hmm. And I remember in the very beginning, like us talking and saying, you know, if you divorce or I divorce, will that change things? And Mm -hmm. will that make us feel maybe less connected? Or will you want to do this differently? And so maybe a small part of my mind always goes back to like, I see how well Tommy handles everything and how I can show up at your house Mm -hmm. with my fucking backpack on and he's like open arms, hug Mm -hmm. me, say hello, welcome me like I am someone that he has known his entire life. Whereas, you know, Jeff won't even allow me in your house. Meet you in person. Right. And, And so that's that's the part for me that I think everybody handles things differently and I understand that everybody takes their own time um but maybe that plays a part in where I'm kind of like I see how well some people can love someone for who they are versus like you say you love someone for who they are but in the back of my mind I'm kind of like do you? You know? Right. Right. Because he wishes you were different. Yeah. He, he, he wishes I would have come back in February and said, no, I want to be married and I want to be with you. And I Yeah, he was hoping you would get it out of your system and it was a phase and you'd go right back and be like, okay, I got that out of me and I'm good for a while. Yeah. Yeah. And I can't speak for Jeff, but I do think that, you know, I've known him since I was 13. It's been a very long run with him. I... I feel like I probably know him longer than and more in depth than anyone aside from maybe his parents. Um, I think he thought I was going to come back and say, hey, I got, I got my fun. I had my fun. I did my thing. And now I'm good. Yeah. And when I didn't do that, um, yeah, he changed. 
Yeah, and you know, I do think, um, like, I think time heals everything. I will, I will say that. I think over time, it's going to get easier and easier for you. Um, I personally wish, wish he was further along in his in his grieving or his coming, I coming would to have terms. Paid to have you two meet this weekend. I don't know. Like, part of me is just kind of like. I, I would have how, met him. I would have met him. I know you would have. Yeah. Yeah. And I sat at that soccer game, and Tommy took that picture of us, and I don't know. I just think to myself, like, that would be so much weight off of my shoulders. Yeah. You know? I just wish he could get to a point where he didn't see me as a threat or an enemy, because um, he should see it as something beautiful that you have finally found yourself well and what did tommy say or maybe it was what you said where it was like if you love someone that much and tommy loves you that much and he sees that you love someone that much like he automatically loves that person Mm -hmm. because like he knows that you're not going to just open yourself up to some fucking you know yeah and i don't know part of me is kind of like i wish jeff could see it that way i wish that he could see that i'm not just you know, it's not just a phase. It's not just a weekend. It's not just right. a short yeah, I guess thing. I, I guess I was. I did have some feelings towards him feeling like I am a trigger to him. Yeah. Because I don't want to be anybody's trigger. You know, I don't want to. I'm not. That's well, not and what vibe. he said was it triggers him because he knows that I'm in love with you. And that but like, what do you want you just to feel. be? What do you want you just to be like randomly? I mean, either way, at the end of the day, you're a lesbian. So like, you're either going to, you know, be on a dating app and going out with multiple people throughout the week to to find somebody that you <clears throat> connect with, or you naturally find somebody that you want to be side by side with for a while or however long, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think. Um, a huge part of it for him is just like accepting fate you know like he I, I still to this moment I'm not even sure that I would like 100% say that Jeff would address me as a lesbian no no I think he's in denial you think he would still say that you're just bisexual like curious like curious or just like exploring my options really like, I do yeah 100% he doesn't he doesn't think of you as like a full time this is who I am. From I, I don't know out. because again, I can't speak for him. But um, I don't think that he would say that. No. Okay. No. I don't. I think there's like a part. I think that if I were to come to him tomorrow and say this was all just an experiment, or I was curious and I changed my mind, he would like so quickly be like, "Okay, then let's just continue where we left off." Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He doesn't accept me for who I actually am. He's, he, and it's not that, I guess maybe I shouldn't say accept. He doesn't understand. Well, I hope we can get to that place because I will say I do feel as if Tommy is at that place and I can be. Like, to the point where we're sharing clothes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like or we're, kissing in front of him or holding hands in front of him. Right. Or, and yeah. I can 100% be myself and 
um, the gay, like how he's how he expressed in our interview with him, and he's just like, I watched you get gayer and gayer <laughs> and gayer, and like, yeah, that for me was like, yeah, in 2020 when I was like sitting at a cafe with him saying like, hey, I think. I think I'm non-binary. Like, I don't think, like, this tomboy thing is, like, a a thing that... Like, it's deeper. It's deeper than that. It's deeper. And he just sat and listened to me go through every detail of, like, the process of how I got to that place, to the realization to say I I feel non-binary. And I think to see him grow and learn to love me for this person that's always been inside of me and I can express it now it's It's inspiring it's like a really good feeling and I want I want that for you well and I think like moving forward Tommy is like a gem you know he's someone that most men would not react the way that he did right and I love that that you have that and that he is there for you but I think that like most women and I I mean I could be wrong but most women are going to probably experience something closer to what I'm going through but where there's not an older man who has gone through all of those motions and he does understand it and he just wants to love you for you like most women are going to experience a man that feels betrayed or angry or you know all of the different things and I don't know I think for me it's like going through all of those different roller coaster ups and downs with Jeff and starting off at such a such a I I mean honestly it, it was such a agreement between the two of us where where we were on the same fucking page um and since then I mean he's at the fucking base of the roller coaster and I am at the highest point, you know? Right. Yeah. Because in the beginning, he was very much, he would tell you over and over again, no matter what, I'm in this with you. Mm -hmm. You're not alone. I will be there for you. I will never hate you. I will love you for you. And I think he still truly does. Obviously, Obviously, he does. He does. But... He He's, loves he me, can't put, he but it's can't, in a different way. He can't remove himself from the equation, mm-hmm. and that's the problem. He needs to he needs to be able to move remove himself from the equation to allow you and to understand that like you are a lesbian. It has nothing to do with him. Well, and I think that was a really hard part for me too was trying to explain to him, you know, considering where his head was at, what like trying to say that it doesn't I I don't love you any less I'm still right here I still want to be a part of your life um but I'm just like not physically attracted to you and uh, like I I don't want you to change anything about yourself that's not what I'm asking you to do but like I want pussy in my life you know like I just like I don't I don't know how else to say it except that like I I no longer want it to be with a man and if I could you know turn Jeff into a female version maybe from the beginning we could have worked out but he's he's not a woman and women possess certain things that men do not and 
that part right there is like it, it's I'm sure from his point it, like that's fucking hard to hear that's hard to and I mean I think at one point Jeff even told me you know I'm exactly what you want except that I am a man I have a dick I have a <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm like and that I can't change that and I was like yeah that's that's exactly what it is I don't want to be with a man but that that's gonna be a fucking like shot to the I, I heart. Yeah, I want to <laughs> say like I say yes, yeah, absolutely. But at the same time, like you have to step aside and realize like you're you're disqualified from the equation of like it even being a thing because it just like mm-hmm. cancels out every time. Like it's not even a possibility, right? Right. I really do hope that, and I think you will, I think it will, but I hope that... Eventually, it will level itself out. It, it will. will. It will. I think that moving forward, though, it will look more like co-parents. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's okay, but you have to remember, that is okay. Like In the end, like, it, you know, that's what... <clears throat> the end result for all of this is... Happy kids. Happy kids making sure the kids know that you're still both in it Mm -hmm. and that everybody loves everybody for who they are but it doesn't necessarily mean that they're in love with each other and that they're going to express that but like they're still like you care about the person you know yeah yeah absolutely yeah so realistically um I mean I know a lot of people want to know what the realistic situation is um there will be me moving out or you know us moving out and um, going on our own separate ways and that's absolutely something that I am 100% set on I do not want to continue to live with him um, and this is not immediate by any means but in the next year to two I will be on my own whatever mm-hmm. that may look like mm-hmm. um and, you know, he's already started kind of talking to people, dating around, doing his own thing. Mm-hmm. Divorce has absolutely been thrown out there. Yep. Um, and we will be getting a divorce. Um, which, I mean, I don't know what you and Tommy look, you know, what that looks like for you in the future. But um, I remember when we first started talking, I think there was a part in the journal where you wrote, like, that it made you nervous thinking about me separating and you not and what that might look like and that's where we're at you know I feel like I am still nervous because well okay in the beginning when I wrote that the reason I wrote that I was afraid of you getting the divorce and me not because I thought you're so young Mm -hmm. and naturally you guys are going to start over Mm -hmm. it's like it's just the way it works. Like, you're going to start over. You're going to rebuild. Yep. And I just assumed that you would probably want to have a, a close relationship, one that wasn't long distance, and one that you could have at your fingertips every day. And um, so you would rebuild. And that I just figured, like, if I'm still married, like, and at the time that I wrote that, I was not even considering nothing compared because that was I was we started that journal in October and there was was no there was no way I was thinking 
at all. I was not even expressing to Tommy that you were my girlfriend at mm-hmm. that time or that I had right. feelings for you. That was that was still all behind closed doors. Yeah. So yeah, I was a hundred percent like, well, if that happens, like you're probably gonna move in a faster direction than I am. Mm-hmm. But now today, I would say, you know, you're talking about divorce and separation, and I'm not, I'm not talking about that with Tommy. However, Tommy and I have had conversations about if I was to remarry, he would walk you down. He the would walk you, aisle. He would walk me down the aisle. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. He said that, and we he stood did. in the kitchen, and he, I said, I, I saw like a TikTok, and somebody had said something, or no, it was on one of my TikToks. Somebody commented that their ex walked them down the aisle. And I was expressing that to Tommy, and how Tommy beautiful was that was. Like, yes, and he, I would he looked at me and he, he stared at me for a minute and he smiled and he said, I would, I would totally walk you down the aisle. And Which to I don't me, know, like, like that I'm... melts my heart because like, you know, my dad's not alive. Right. And like, Tommy is my fucking bro. Person. Like he is he my is. person. He's yeah. my best friend. Yeah. And I'm like, of course, like, so like, well, and even from where I'm sitting, knowing that you have that kind of support, like, oof, that's, that's insane. I mean, and the, the amount of men that can handle that and actually say, I love this person so much that I will walk hand in hand with them down the aisle and remarry them to the person that they love because I just want true happiness for them. Mm-hmm. Like, that's hard to but like when I think about divorcing him like it makes me sad because I know like it's gonna be us it's going to be another chapter another end and it's gonna it's not gonna be easy like it's no. not it's not like this like I can't wait to divorce this motherfucker no it is going to be a very it's going to be a very emotional mm-hmm. like it's gonna be like going to a funeral yeah it well, really and is. from where I'm sitting like I don't even see that happening anytime soon no I don't I think I, we're not, I will we're not, divorce Jeff far sooner we're not taught we haven't discussed it and it's not a topic for us right now it's not right I, and that's like the number one topic between Jeff and I and that's like the biggest difference and, and I think that a lot of people that see us on TikTok and see our story they don't understand that like there is a huge fucking difference and and I'm gonna end up in a completely different situation than you but I also feel like babe you deserve full independence Mm -hmm. you have not experienced that you have not experienced full independence and you are going to make such big strides when you start to do more things for yourself on your own and I just think that and stop relying on a man to it's not even just yeah well that but like just in general not that you're sheltered but the level but I am like (laughs) I I just feel like you have so much you have so much ahead of you and you're you have so much potential to do so many amazing things that I look forward to whatever capacity I'm in your life I look forward to seeing you whatever capacity you are in my life yeah like whatever like whatever that is stop it what I don't like that no no I'm just being I'm, I'm a realist I'm just saying like whatever it is like at the end of the day like my my happiness would be like you being independent and you 
getting everything you want. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and that's the ultimate goal. I mean, I think that, um, you know, I became a mom at 17, and it's been stay-at-home mom status for the last 13 years. Yeah. Um, and I've watched the two men that I have been with pursue their careers and do their thing, and and I love that for them, and I'm so proud of them. Um, but I haven't gotten my it's chance. It's your turn. It's my turn. It's your fucking turn. I'm going to fucking run. You I'm should. Sprint. You should sprint, and you're gonna, you're <laughs> going to get to that finish line. And one day, you're going to be sitting in your house, or whether we're together, or whatever it is, you're going to look back, and you're going to be like, "I had to get through all of that to figure to out to get to where I am right now, to where you are right now." And like, I think that's a really, mm-hmm. you know, amazing feeling. I I went through it. You know, I went through it and I remember the last thing, you know, when I was married to Steve and the last thing he said to me was like before me moving out, he was like, "Good luck figuring out how to budget." <laughs> you know, and I was like, "Whatever, like I got this." Like I've just never had the opportunity to step in that that role. But and, I can. But I can. And watch me do it. And I did. And I like And look at you now. Yeah. I yeah. mean, like I rebuilt and I like I I got to the place where I can totally stand on my own two feet and say that I I'm able to do this on my own regardless. I don't need I don't need anybody else. And I'm not like saying it in a in a standoffish like cocky you know way. cocky way. I'm just yeah. saying like I take a lot of pride in that because you know because do, you went from nothing to everything. Well, and I yeah. do feel uh, for so many women who like go through the traditional you know check every single box of what was you know carved out for you as a woman and then you get to this place where you like you look back and you're like wow I've just been raising these kids and there's nothing wrong with just being a stay-at-home mom I I, like commend all the stay-at-home moms I think it's it's a a, whole job it's a it's it's a a never-ending job and I know that it's so temporary and I think that sometimes rewarding that's part of the guilt for me too is that I think that I started with the whole stay-at-home mom thing so young that, you know, my youngest is only three. Mm-hmm. So uh, an average mom that is, like, stay-at-home mom, whatever, a three-year-old, like, they are in it 100%. Mm-hmm. Like, that's all I want to do. That's I don't care about anything else. But I feel like for me personally, I have done it for so long that I'm kind of at a point where I'm like, I don't love my kids any less. I don't want to be there for them any less than I have been. But I am so ready. Like, I I look at myself in 10 years and I'm like, these kids who grow up so fast and do their own thing, I don't want to be some fucking washed up stay-at-home mom who never did anything for herself. Like, Mm -hmm. I want them to be proud of me for something more than just she wiped my ass and fucking cleaned up my messes. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and that's all I have fucking done for like 10 years. Yeah. yeah. No, you're amazing though. Yeah, I mean, it's a job, but it's hard. Yeah. I don't know. I think I'm just ready to like, I feel like I did something more than just mom. But you are, like, already. Look what you're doing right now. Like, you are. Yeah. You're doing so much more. I'm trying. It's a whole process. It is. 
It is, and I think you're doing an amazing job, and I think, you know, whatever happens between you and Jeff, you are taking the steps at whatever pace works for you. You can't compare it to me and Tommy or anybody else. Like, whether he's crawling and you're running, it's yeah. still okay. Um, and, you know, it's uh, it's hard. Either way you look at it, it's hard. I mean, it's not always perfect in mine and Tommy's world either. Yeah, well, and that's another part of it that I don't think everybody sees is that, like, Tommy did go through a really hard time. He too. did. He there were he wanted me to get the one tattoo covered up that says Tommy's girl. <laughs> yeah. He was a little bitter for a hot minute. He was he was very bitter and he was very emotional and fuck, I hated seeing him sad. Like it like crushed me every time. Like seeing a man cry, like nobody should have to go through that. <laughs> like that shit is like you know, seeing a man ugly cry is just like you like to do that. You just want like, to like hug him. Like and you're love just him like, like fuck. Yeah. Like yeah. I caused that. I fucking caused that because of all of a sudden I'm like, hey, surprise, motherfucker! I like girls, but like he knew that. Yeah, he just didn't know that it was going to eventually completely take over my whole entire world, and I was gonna say. Uh yeah, I can't I can't go on being with being in a straight relationship anymore. It doesn't work for me. Yeah. And I think that's the hardest thing. I think there's so many people out there that that want to explore or say like I know I'm I know there's more there. I know I'm attracted to women, but like I'm in this relationship with a man and that's hard. That's yeah. hard to oh, like yeah. that's hard to like stand up and say like out loud like I want to yeah, not only woman. out loud, but, like, social media is, oof, that's intense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, putting it all out there and, like, making yourself so vulnerable. Oh, my God. Every day, like, I'm, like, I don't know. Some of the questions and messages and shit that I get, I'm just, like, what the fuck? <laughs> well, that and, like, I just don't, I don't always feel like, like, as, like say at work like I have no idea who watches my content and who doesn't Yeah, but I know damn well people look at me a certain way and they know like that I have a TikTok you know and so it's like I was even just recently saying to um, a co-worker that I don't work with super close but close enough and I'm like I don't you know I was talking about coming you know coming out and, and altering my pronouns and I was like, yeah, I don't know how much you follow my journey. And, and it was like, she was like standoffish a little bit. And she's like, well, yeah, like I do, like a little bit. And it's like, you know, I don't know. Like, I don't know who's watching me and what, how much they know and the details. And so it is very vulnerable and can be uncomfortable when you're just like so exposed. You're mm -hmm. so exposed. But like the, the bigger piece of it is that to feel alone, to feel alone, to go through this completely alone without any... Relatable and that's the, piece. That's the, whole that's, the whole, that's the whole reason why we're doing this. Exactly. Because that's the at, whole reason that we met. People. Right. That's, that's the, the whole reason. reason. Yeah. Full circle. Because, I mean, when you compare dealing with all of it on your own, in your head, no one to talk to, no one to relate to, you literally think you are the only person that feels mm -hmm. this way mm -hmm. versus 
like and I feel like there was never like a middle ground for either of us it was like we kind of just like jumped (laughs) so big into this new role of like hey yeah like we met each other here we are we're Mm -hmm. gonna dive into it and it's hard either way there are struggles either way Mm -hmm. um and I think you just have to like pick your piece right like Mm -hmm. where do you feel more at peace do is it all by yourself where you just process everything alone or Mm -hmm. is it where you have this community that and I don't know, I say that there's like a ton of messages and comments that come through where it's like nagging or, or commenting. And I, I say that in the nicest way, like nagging in a way that's like just, just wanting to know more always. Like, oh, it, everybody wants to know more. But that in a trade-off for me is so worth it because I am able to be me. <laughs> like, and and if I have to answer a ton of fucking questions, over and over and over again it it feels okay because like I'm answering them honestly and I'm being myself and I'm sharing my story opposed to kind of locking myself up and Mm -hmm. trying to process things without any kind of support and that's much harder. I think what people need to realize though is that this is happening in real time This is happening in real time, and sometimes the questions that are being asked of us haven't even happened yet. Right. And so it's like, if we could give any advice is to just, you know, we're, it's fine to ask questions, but you have to give us grace and understand that, like, we're literally in real time going through this. Like, we Mm -hmm. can't just, we're not just... Right, and I can get on here and I can say, like, yes, I'm divorcing Jeff. But that statement right there holds so many layers of, like, just, you know? (laughs) Like, because I do love Jeff. I, Mm -hmm. I love him for who he is, and I love him for what we've created. I mean, we have beautiful children together, and... Yeah. And we created like a, a really sweet family. And you guys will find a new way. You guys will find a new comfortable way to sh- express and to show that love. I even had that with my ex, like Steve. Like mm-hmm. we have a very and comfortable I think, way. Honestly, like if I'm just being blunt as fuck right now, I kind of see Jeff and my relationship turning into something similar to what you and Steve have, where it's just kind of like. It's very kid focused. It's very very kid focused. Very kid focused. And you know, I I'll just say it. You know, Jeff has started talking to other people, and I think from where I'm sitting, I'm kind of like, yes, like yeah, yeah, we're rooting for him. We're like, do it, dude. Okay, it's long. If it's long distance, like yes, we hope he like. Right. Is he gonna have questions for us? Fucking plane ticket. Is he gonna have questions for us? Can we help him with his long distance relationship? Being in that situation on his end maybe he'll understand a little bit more mm-hmm. of where I'm coming from um, mm-hmm. instead of just focusing so much on Ember and Jeff, Ember and Jeff, you know, and instead, like, there is such a huge world of places and people and experiences that, mm-hmm. you know, I love Jeff dearly, but he's very kind of, mm, what's the word I'm looking for, like, he keeps to himself. Yeah, he's a little bit <laughs> he of a hermit. Up. He is a little he's bit, a of, bit a hermit. of a hermit. He's totally fine with just being at home, never interacting with people. Um, but okay, I'm gonna say two things. One is that I think if 
get too comfortable when your world does get rocked, it's very hard for you. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody should ever get too comfortable. I don't care how perfect your relationship is. Right. Don't get too comfortable. And he needs to experience more things in life in order to have the level of growth and ability to overcome and adapt. Mm -hmm. And when you don't have those experiences, it is harder to adjust and adapt. It is. And when you, it's just a natural thing. If somebody has gone through more, if you've moved around a lot, if you've experienced a lot of different cultures or different styles of um, of personalities with people, naturally you're able to adjust and say, I, I've dealt with this before. I know what this is like. I know how to adjust. I know how to act. But if it's just a very, you know, like you said, you've known him since he was 13. It's a very comfortable, safe whether or not it's um, your your relationship was you know stagnant or on a roller coaster, it's still the one and only thing that you guys were doing. Common ground. Yeah. And when you're raising kids and you're just you know on a on a repeat, mm-hmm. you know, rents and fucking repeat every day, yeah. um, and you're not. Meeting new well, people. Well, I feel like that's kind of where we're at right now. So, you know, realistically, I, I think that we are very much so surface level. Mm-hmm. There's no longer intimate, deep conversations like there was at first, mm-hmm. which I personally really loved. I think mm-hmm. that that was part of my entire journey was being able to have those conversations with Jeff, where I could open mm-hmm. up about myself and say hey, this is how I feel, and he would Mm -hmm. take it in and give me his feedback or, you know, whatever. Um, Now it's kind of just like, like almost, um, it's like a roommate situation, but uh, sprinkle sprinkle in some kids, I guess, is is how I would describe it. Because, like, it's, it's really just kind of like in passing. Yeah. Like, that's how we communicate, is in passing, we tell each other the updates on the children. But that's kind of Tommy and I, too. It's very much, a lot of it's very much in passing. But, like, that, I think you have to understand that that's normal because you have to find your own space in your own time and no longer be this joint, like, parenting where it's like you're both doing, you're both changing a diaper together. You're both cooking to get a dinner together yes that can happen but you have to learn to separate and say yeah we are figuring out how to be independent and single and on our own and parent on our own and still come together and have like a common ground but part of the process is is the separation part right you are separating and, and i am deep in separation process deep right in now separation <laughs> process and that's okay like that's it's if you're going to it's just part be in passing, yeah, yeah, you're going it's to. It's inevitable. And at some point, you're going to get to a place where you can come back and enjoy that space together. Yeah, but and I hope so. I really will. do. Because I, I do feel like Jeff and I, and I've said this from the beginning, like, even after coming out freshly, um, I think Jeff and I can get to a point where we can be really, really good friends you will. again. Time because, kills. you know, I, I say I've known him since I was 13, but... You know, when I was 13, I was dating his best friend. Mm-hmm. And we were we were best friends. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Jeff and I were 
only friends and strictly friends and we had a really good friendship like we were solid fucking homies because you're a lesbian <laughs> and i i think to myself like if we could do it once we can do it again you can you know you totally can yeah i believe in you yeah and i think you can get there and i think if you just keep showing up anything you put effort into at any point is going to make it you're going to make improvements no matter yeah. what it's a guarantee so i think if you guys keep putting the effort in and give allow yourself grace and give yourself space mm-hmm. you're gonna get there i know it and i'm proud of you for everything you've done this far Thanks. Yeah. yeah it's been a whole fucking journey but you know what i think i am just like barely dipping my toes in like I felt like I had kind of mastered most of the journey and like now I feel like oh no your journey has only just begun yeah because you're about to boss the fuck up I'm about to boss the fuck up independent (laughs) yeah Yeah, but I'm so fucking excited I am so excited it's your turn it's my turn turn. it was your turn I've waited long enough you have you really have and you're gonna do and I can still be a good mom you can still be a good mom. You're, you're, but still you're, focus on myself. You're already doing amazing things. You're like a fucking social media manager over here. And like you're crushing it on every platform that you um, put your energy into. And you're just full of ideas and you're very strategic. And I think you're extremely intelligent. So I just see you going really far. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to, uh, I feel like we need to do like a recap. Yeah, absolutely. New interview. Little check-ins. We can always do the little check-ins. 2024 check-ins. It's your year. It's the ember to remember. (laughs) The ember era. (laughs) It's the the era of ember. The era of ember. No, you're doing great things. I'm excited. And um, I don't know. Thank you for being, like, so open and vulnerable and just sharing, like, this rawness. Because I know so many people want to know. So many people. So many people want to know, and that's okay. And you know, yeah. I mean, I I give them reason to want to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, thank you. Thanks for supporting me. Of course, I will always support you, no matter what. You're a rock star. Okay, so that was uh, that was pretty deep. So I think we should um, hang out and vibe the rest of the night because that was some deep shit. Is it gonna be a whole vibe? It's gonna be a whole vibe. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Alright. Ready? Ready? One, One two, two, three. three. Meet, meet, meet. If you'd like to be a guest or join us backstage, DM us on Instagram at fashionably late lesbians. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on an episode.
If you'd like to be a guest or join us backstage, DM us on Instagram at fashionablylatelesbians. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on an episode.